The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly. You know, we love that quote, Tyke, and uh, I think this next guest kind of has a lot to do with that. Big football fan. Um, obviously, enter the arena. We're deep into the series now. Uh, we're really getting into the thick of things. Um, how do you think it is going so far? Oh, brilliant. I mean, like most things at the beginning, we don't really know what direction it's going to go, but between yourself and the lads, it's come together quite well. Mer Media putting it all together. Um, yeah, I think it's it's giving people an insight into who the lads are so far that, we've, that, that I've spoken, but then also kind of what it takes to be operating at the lead end of sports and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. There's ups and downs, you know. No, exactly. And in reality, lead in the sport, like I think people kind of uh, gloss over kind of kicking and punting sometimes, thinking like, you know, oh, maybe just a natural ability type of thing or no. whatever. But, you know, it's physical as much as it's mental, as much as it's spiritual, as much as it's luck yeah. to kind of get into the arena. And I think, you know, Charlie Smith is one of those guys who uh, kind of emphasizes that and kind of a lot of aspects of his, of his game and his career so far, because he's very young. So do you have any little bit of intro, any bit of insight you can kind of give us a little snippet that people are going to keep listening past the intro music? <laughs> um, no, Charlie's just a good example of a lad that kind of randomly, I'm sure we get into, he stumbled, stumbled into this, um, but very quickly, like caught my eye instantly. Like instantly, it was like, this lad has something. Um, and then thankfully it turned out he was actually a huge fan of the game. I had no clue he was a Gaelic footballer, let alone, you know, an Ulster under 20 player of the year. Um, so the more I learned about him, the more I was like, wait a second, like this is a man that's been in the arena, in the arena. he has performed and um, now he's about to go down like a phenomenal path. So I'm no, massively excited for him. His family have been class. Uh, he's really just done everything right, the right attitude and gone about it well. So he recognises what he has in front of him, but he understands, you know, the, the baby steps he needs to take each day to take, take advantage of the big shot. He is a former Ulster Player of the Year, under 20s. He is a massive Green Bay Packer fan. Um, he hails from down. And today we are welcomed by the presence of Charlie Smith. Charlie, how are things? Yeah, all good. Uh, great to be here. Yeah, uh, thank you for coming. Um, again, this is Enter the Arena, presented by Leader Kicking Podcast. Um, Charlie Smith here is one of the few players selected through the International Pathway Program to go to Indianapolis in March um, to perform the NFL Combine. Combine. A massive opportunity for anyone Um let alone someone from Ireland. This is kind of the first time it's happened that this pathway has opened up. Um, I kind of want to start there because it is kind of, yeah. I guess, the most unique and exciting thing. So, how are you kind of feeling now? We're 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 kind of a uh, we're in we're in the new year. We're in twenty twenty four. You're going to be heading out to to Florida soon yeah. uh, to train and begin that process. So, how are the nerves right now, Charlie? Uh, yeah, we'll just start off with like I've watched the NFL coming like every year's past six seven years. And like just the thought of actually getting to go to Indianapolis to actually compete in it is just unbelievable. And uh, yeah, I really can't wait. And uh, yeah, but to be honest, like we have to realize too that you know we're here because you know we've we've earned the right to be here. And uh, yeah, and it's just really we're thinking about it that way. You know, we're here for a reason. And uh, yeah, I just can't wait to get going now. And and, and uh, you have. So I mean, you've um, you've kind of uh, you know you've run your cloth there. You've put through. Uh, 
uh, you've been put through a lot of tests and you've been mm. gone through a lot of trainings and you've you've earned your way here, you know, both through Gaelic football, your ability there, mm-hmm. your natural ability, the amount of training you've done, and then obviously through, uh, through leader kicking. So yeah. before I ask you what your 40 is or how many times you can bench 25, <laughs> and we'll get into that because yeah. you're a fan of the combine, so we'll definitely talk about that. So how did you find actually Tyg and leader kicking? Uh, so I, I followed Tyg on social media this past couple of years, uh, basically uh, mainly through uh, Twitter. Yep. And uh, I've always sort of just, you know, watched and thinking, Oh, it's actually here now in Ireland. Like, you know, I should really give this a go. And I sort of put it off for football, you know, this past couple of years. And you mean there, I just want to pause it right there. So yeah. you mean it's actually here now in Ireland? Yeah. So where was it previously? Well, it, it, it wasn't it really, it wasn't here at all. You know, so like yeah. me watching, watching Red Zone, you know, on Sundays this past, you know, eight, nine years. And, uh, you know, watching the lads, uh, the kickers kick. And I'm thinking that. You know, I, f- I feel like I could do that, but like it was never really something that you were like it was a dream to do. It was just because it was so unrealistic because there was no pathway. But then now that it's American football is actually here in Ireland, it's uh, it's just class. And I was like, you know what, let's let's give this a go. And eventually, but the bullet this year, and I'm on for it. And uh, now I'm 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 here and I'm living. I'm going through something that I never would have thought would have been even possible. So. It's just really all about making the most of it now, you know, and really, you know, grasping that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I can kind of relate to your story there, like the fact that it wasn't there. So yeah. my pathway was a little bit different. I didn't yeah. have the international pathway. didn't yeah. have leader kicking at the time. Um, neither did Tyg actually at the time. So what we had to do was kind of make our own way there. Um, yeah. I kind of similar to you, I remember watching Red Zone a couple of times and he went to a couple of college games. And it was when I kind of saw it live that I realized I was like, oh, I could definitely yeah. do this. You're so used to it from from football. You know, yeah. my, my background is more in more in rugby, but I played I played GA as a kid going up the hallway all the yeah. way to about fifteen, and like putting point putting a ball in between sticks up in the air yeah. felt totally natural, you know. Um, and and on top of that, everything's pretty much straight down the middle in terms mm-hmm. of hash marks. Yeah. So we had to kind of go over there. We had to kind of go through um, our own path, find open tryouts somewhere in the states, you know, and then mm-hmm. kind of like find our way there. But as you said, you still so you found Tyg on Twitter. You found his pathway yep. program. So then, what's the next step? Then once you actually see him and you realize, like, hang on a second here now, I've been watching these guys do it. I know I can do it. I'm, you know, mm. Ulster and twenty player of the year. Like this, this could be, could be walking the park, is it? Uh, well, it, it was really you're like whenever I suppose you whenever I said you know I'm I'm going to do this, you're you're kind of walking into the unknown. And uh, actually, remember going the first time uh, I went to it was a place in South Dublin. And the actual kicking event that night was in North Dublin, so I actually turned out to the session, and then you, you actually had your uh, your first six kicks, and I had. And this is just a is this was this Ireland's kicking king? Or yeah, Ireland's just... kicking king. Yeah, gotcha. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so I went to the event that was supposed to be on the next night. So it just oh, it's, it's, you know, it's a bit stupid on myself. Like, well. Uh, then I turned up in the competition and started. I was like, oh "God, I have no warm up here." I've uh, well, so you got there late. Yeah, yeah. I turned up went to the wrong place. Yeah, I went to the wrong oh place inside. So I actually went back myself. Okay, and, good uh, start. Good start. Yeah, good start. Yeah, but uh, I turned up then to the place in in, in North Dublin, and I think it was beside Malahide. And uh, I was uh, my first six kicks was actually the competition, and I was like, oh, um, I so, what, so what was the warm up then? Did you do any uh, kicks in warm up or just uh, jogged around? Thirty seconds of stretching really, and it was just uh, I had four kicks in a row then, and I actually beat all four. And I was like, okay, yeah, Get here. <laughs> I, I, that was my first time ever kicking in American football. And I was like, wow. it was yeah, it was. It was once I got it, my kicks through, I was like, you know what, I can actually do this thing. And I got chatting the tag after, and then we just took it from there really. Fantastic. Yeah, so, okay, so um, and actually, just adding that, like, 
I turned up thinking that, you know, I've say I've heard of a couple of Irish lads going to college through the college systems and then uh, And that was Ross and Ronan. Ross and Ronan and then there's other lads uh, like um David Shanahan, I remember. From, and David Shannon, yeah, yeah from, down there from Kerry. Yeah, and there's a fella um uh, Jude Maggot Hamley uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, so I remember I'd followed them lads and on uh, followed their journey. I was thinking you know, maybe this is what's for me because I was around, I'm around the similar age to them now. So maybe a couple of years younger. And uh, but I'd already done four years of uni in Samaria's in Belfast, and I'm actually doing a master this year. So I took all my eligibility away. But the NFL pathway for international players hadn't even opened at that stage. So my first time kicking was it wasn't even a, a possible option for us to go through, you know, the NFL system or the international pathway player program. So then I got... Yeah, and for that college thing, just so people yeah. don't know, because I'm sure, and you've had to explain this a bunch of times in terms yeah. of eligibility, yeah. the NCAA Division One football can be very strict in their eligibility. Yeah. If you played any type of sports, any type of university beforehand, your clock starts ticking yeah. the second you begin that. So when you started uh, in university yeah. at 17, 18, yeah. your clock starts, you have about five years total. Yeah, five Once years. that finishes, boom, you're yeah. done. Now there's lower uh, colleges and divisions that have less stricter eligibility rules, mm-hmm. but obviously coming from another country, coming from another sport, yeah. you want to be in the NCAA. Yeah. So you're done for that and you're like, God, oh, price, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. So basically, I, I remember I signed up to Tag's newsletter on the for the emails and I remember getting an email saying that the NFL had opened you know pathway to kickers and punters for the first time ever. Yeah, because previously it was open yeah. to a lot of running backs. You had some yeah. wide receivers there, mm-hmm. particularly a lot of defensive linemen, offensive linemen, yeah. and stuff like that. But it had never been available no. for kickers and bunters. Yeah, so this was really the first year. But like I remember reading it, and it didn't really bad much. I bet like I, I remember I was reading. I was like, sure, what does that mean to me? But then I remember then actually got talking to Tag then again, and he asked me to come to Banbridge, and I go there, and there's some like. The likes of Roy Began and that working for these for them lads for me growing up like it was, you know it was they were really kind of like you know who you're aspiring to be and get a football like because I would I just love watching place kickers in general like even through rugby they're national uh, rugby players you know with the the fly halves and the penalties and and uh, free takers from football and just any sort of place kick and even in, obviously in the red zone as well I just love studying them and and uh, you know trying to look at them and say well, this is their technique maybe go up and try and reenact it up at the pitch mm. or, you know, and then just taking away snippets of that and try and bring it into your own game. Obviously, this is whenever I was growing up, like, but now you like, yeah, and, and it's mad even getting trained with them lads being there in Banbridge, you know, and... Uh, but what was it like there when I was kind of rocked up? What like, am I doing with here with all these lads, you know, because obviously... Them well, Rory, Rory's an all-star. Yeah. You're kind of growing up and Rory's, you know, about yeah. nine or ten years older than you. Yeah. And he's kind of... Yeah, same with Standing too, there and, kicking football. Yeah, and I was just getting to train with them. I was just... Wow, this is this is, this is cool. Like, and uh, and then obviously we were talking to Tag then, and he had mentioned that there um, there was going to be a day we were going if if we were good enough to get selected to go to Loughborough University to 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 train and to try and get a spot in the in the IPP program. And uh, then I got through that day, but like, yeah, it was it, it was a class day in itself. Like, just seeing getting to you know just go to a different country as my first time leaving Ireland to actually through sport to you know to. For an international yeah. pathway program, right? Yeah. For Kickers and Bunders. So it was your first time leaving. Yeah. So what did that feel like? Yeah, it was just like, it was just a good experience. You know, we were flying the, uh, where did we fly in? The, um, just Dublin to East, uh, East Midlands, I think it was. East Midlands, gotcha. And uh, and lounge access, you know, all expensive yeah. page, like champagne upon arrival. Oh, God, yeah. I won't go that far now. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was just all, it was a really good experience in itself and just, you know, just even getting to there and then making it through, it was, 
It's like, okay. And did you, did you find the fact that um, you were traveling there just for sport and kind of yeah. that was that was kind of growing there, that it kind of focused you more or how did that kind of affect your kind of, yeah. kind of thought process or kind of like how much you were kind of into this? Um, Do you know, because it was kind of set for you yeah. and they're flying you especially over for this. Yeah, it was, it was just really like, okay, this is classic. And it was, it was just all, it was just like, again, because it was the first time I'd left, um, Ireland to go, to go try it and you know I was I was just really yeah it was it was just a class experience and it was probably just trying to get in our but we're here for a reason we have to really knuckle down and you know make sure that we're, we're, we're put in our A game you know and so that's what we tried to do and yeah. what does it look like there then when you land I don't know if you can walk me through that or like are yeah. you there specifically for a workout are you there specifically to interview people is it a bit of both um, that day it was just really we flew over and I uh, went straight to uh, Loughborough University and we just got our boots on, got warmed up, kicked and then we maybe got a bite to eat then after that and then we just we flew home again. So it was really, it was quite like, a, it was just, you're there strictly just for... Very dense. Yeah, very dense and then you're you're obviously, you're, you got, you're well looked after after and then we flew home then. So. And you're meeting some international pathway people, is there yeah. anybody watching you or the guys reviewing yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, no, there was plenty of... Um, so basically, all the, the 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 ones who make the decisions on you know if you're if you're going to make it through, they're there. So um, I remember you know James Cook was there, um, you know all the just all all the uh, Chris Durham and uh, Coach Hagen as well. And he actually said something to me that I really took home from that day was uh, three words: it was invest in your future. That's just one thing I remember from 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 Coach Hagen that day, and uh, he said invest in your future. So that really made me step up. So you know, like trends, like okay, this I have to step up. You know every side of aspect so like in terms of your recovery getting looked after with physios and masseuses and uh, buying the equipment so uh, I bought a couple of the NFL balls as well and you know getting practicing on my own as well and uh, the sticks and, and the tees and whatnot you know and uh, boots as well and you know just stuff like that to really make sure that I am not leaving any stone unturned I'm going to try my best to make sure that I ensure I get a place in the APP. And so, to, it, like, how would that differ now from uh, playing GEA, you know, like you, with your club or your or your county? Yeah. Um, in terms of you know uh, the nutrition side of things or yeah. the, the sleep side of things, were you taught like all of that in that, or was this like another level altogether? No, to be fair, the 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 county setup in in football is really is is quite professional now. You know, yeah. like on top of your you know whether you're a full time student or um, you know a full time job. Like you're training in the evenings, maybe five to six times a week. So it's it's quite it is quite intense. Like. Tough schedule. But yeah, but um, in terms of that, it was just really thinking about can I asking yourself honestly, can you can you step it up another level in terms of your your professionalism, uh, like your your yourself, and can you really like you know just think about the opportunity? Like I can't let this go. You know, you really and I really stepped up that side of. You know your recovery and your, you know your, um, you know your just a whole application towards it and thought processes towards it. So know, was so. it kind of was it kind of telling you in a way when you came back like that that, that phrase which you know you'll probably have a tattoo on your arm in the future <laughs> probably saying it in Irish but yeah. invest in your future was there something that kind of hit home about that in yeah. terms of like I got to do this for American football yeah but and but for some reason it's a step above what I was doing in GAA was it just um, was it kind of indicating that oh maybe this is exactly what Charlie wants to do? Uh, yeah, well, I'm actually, yeah. It's just, it just, I just remember it just really resonated with me for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. It's like, can you, can you really make your, you know, make your, can you really, you know, 
make yourself just a better version of yourself. You know, it's, it does not nothing to do. It, it doesn't necessarily have to do with you know with football or you know or whatever. It can like you know everybody can do that. You know, so it's just it's just really about being the best version of yourself and thinking, recognizing the opportunity that I've loved and watched the sport this past seven or eight years, and uh, you know now there's actually an opportunity to go and do this where which I never thought was possible. And really, just reigniting the flame again to say, you know, wait, like, there's something here I can really go after. And you know, it was, I would actually go. Um, there's actually a book I'm reading too, and it, it was a uh, um, the main athlete and uh, one that. of the yeah one of, big fan yeah one of the yeah. quotes in it was from the very start. What I had actually already started to do was, uh, I know it might sound a bit cringy or whatever, but it says uh, follow your bliss. So that's like really what like. It's you know that's really what you want to do. You know that's just like what you so love what, doing, what, finding a purpose really. What is bliss? Yeah, Charlie bl- Smith. What's what's your yeah uh, definition of bliss? Right well, now? for my own definition, like I've grown up from uh, ten years of age, and just I remember my grandfather said to me, um, he just used to love watching freeze and football. You know, just all the old free takers and the seventies and eighties one, and and just you know kicking the ball off the ground over the bar and. For me, that that was my passion in football. Like I was, I would say, growing up, I was an okay footballer. But like, there was something I wanted to work on, and that was obviously pace kicking. And I spent hours and hours and hours and at it. And uh, then uh, during my teenage years, I grew up. Uh, I picked up a love for you know American football then, and loved just watching the NFL and tying them two together, pace kicking and NFL. And I was just those two are mine together. And I was just basically unthinkable. But like now, it's actually here. So for me, that my bliss was like just going after it, you know, like, and the doors will open up for you then. So obviously, you know, had an interest in in the kicking and an interest in the NFL, and then met Tag, and then through Tag, you're going to go to this APP program, and then through that, you're going to go to the NFL combine. Was just like just unbelievable, like. So. Like, is this actually happening? Yeah, I just like, I feel this, so lucky. This one thing really. that I really, really wanted that I yeah. figured out there's actually a job out there. There's only yeah. 32 of them in the world yeah. that pay well. There's a job there that is just free taking, and that's all it to do. And then that's just the job, and that's yeah. exactly where you want to be. And it's the NFL. And then yeah. hang on, I'm logging on Twitter, checking the scores of Sky Games, Soccer Game, whatever. Yeah. Boom, Tag Leader pops up, opens his path break for you to get in. Now I find it very interesting as well that you know your um, your family, like your granddad, you're saying was like yeah. really interested in those sort of things. So how much has that kind of impacted you in terms of your family there? Obviously, I'm assuming they're. A guy heavy family, yeah, and they love their Gaelic football, yeah. Um, so has that been a big influence in you, kind of like I guess growing from uh, your childhood into your teens? Mm-hmm. Like, was was Gaelic football always a sport yeah. for you from the family background? Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, um, so like I was just matching my granddad's season ticket with actually Armagh with our neighbouring county is fifty five years and. And then my dad, like, yeah, my dad is very, he's, he's been a referee in football. No rivalry in that family. Oh, there is a way, there's a bit of cracking up to say. Um, yeah, growing up was, and then even for itself, like, for me growing up, actually getting represent down was a massive honour in itself. You know, like, um, I wasn't always a goalkeeper in football, so when I was growing up, I was, obviously, I was, I said I was an okay footballer, and I was getting on my senior team and my club, and uh, then actually converted to goalkeeper then, just through basically, because of my place kicking abilities and then I translated to kick out some football. And where were you playing before goalkeeper? Um, so growing up I was always sort of a defender but then I, I grew then when I became a minor and I was playing minor um, or midfield sorry when I became a minor because I had obviously a bit of height then and then I was yeah. playing midfield with my club. 
And how tall are you, Charlie? Uh, six four. Six four. Okay. Yeah. So, um, basically through that, and then, uh, yeah, I'm preferred goalkeeper, and then just getting represented down, and you know, again, actually said, you know, to have the crack with your grand, oh, maybe we could play against you. Who would you support? You know, and, and that day, and things like that there, and then obviously, um, my dad as well. He would have took me to a lot of games when I was younger. I've been to countless all Ireland finals now, just through his desire, you know, sheer desire, you know, to get text, you know, for for events like that there, and. Just to really, it was a, I just love football growing up, and uh, I'd say my family's been very good now, and like it's actually becoming normal now just to get like tr- travel an hour and a half, and I share a car with my mum, so you know she's sacrificing a lot too just to make sure I get to go to the places where I want to go to, just to get the opportunity to train. So it's like it's just yeah, it's it's all it's they've been so supportive. Like, I can remember the exact same thing. I used to, I used to split a car with my mom when I was uh yeah. eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one and I finally said I don't have money to buy my own car. Yeah. But I used to like take her car, go to Raccoonies, play um uh, mm. rugby in Raccoon in, in Cork with yep. a bunch of, you know, half uh deflated rugby balls, half full rugby balls, try and pump them up, yep. kick a bunch in the wind for a couple of hours and then kind of drop the car back because she would need it yep. to go back and forth. So I totally relate to that thing yeah, yeah. of the struggles of a young Irish athlete in Ireland, you yeah. know, trying to trying to get your training in. Um all right, so in terms of um in terms of then kind of uh your education, obviously, you know, another Irish family trade is they always tell you to get your studies done, get everything done. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of at a bit of a crossroads now, I think in terms of that, or maybe not even a crossroads, but obviously this pathway is open. It's open at a perfect time. You're kind yeah. of the first crop going through. Mm-hmm. As we said, you've been invited to Indianapolis to the NFL Combine. Chances of someone beginning to play football in the US, we'll just go to the US, chances of someone making the NFL Combine is about 0.0002% or something like yeah, that yeah. to make it to the NFL Combine yeah. if you're born in the US. If you're born in Ireland, previously it was infinity, it was zero. Yeah. There is no chance, mm-hmm. there is no spoon, zero. Now you're there, mm-hmm. but you also were in the middle of a Masters. Yeah. So actually, I was spending the last four years in Samiris in Belfast and actually a qualified primary school teacher. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and then I've been through, it's actually, it's just a perfect timing for the whole new thing with the side of the, the kicking side of things too because I don't have a permanent job there. Uh, you know, as a teacher, I did like, and I wasn't, and because I was doing the master's too, so I have plenty of flexibility at the minute. So, um, yeah. Quite, what are we doing your master's in, sorry? Um, P in sport for young people. Perfect. So it's actually a lot of the, there's actually a psychology module in it too. And lots of active learning through that as well, right? And lots yeah. of kind of training right and mm-hmm. left sides and um, well, yeah, more so at the minute where uh, we've looked at, we've done three modules and we're looking at the social side of sport. Uh, we've looked at, you know, just sport in general. And, you and know, social side of sport is obviously very heavy in the GAA. Yeah. Obviously, you come from a big community background mm-hmm. here as well, right? Yeah. So, yeah, again, yeah, and they've been so supportive. And then uh, there's a um, psychology module as well, which actually learning a lot of the masters is actually helping your own side. Of, I know it says it's for young people, but like, I've taken a lot of tips in it to actually have influence my own, my own sport. So again, like I've been, some areas I've been very supportive. And, uh, so any examples of that, something that's stuck in your head, other than invest in your future, but yeah, any little psychological tricks um, that you can teach a five-year-old and you can teach a yeah, 20-year-old? Well, one thing I've maybe got away from uh, this past couple of years, past two years probably in particular, was uh, listen to yourself before you listen to anybody else in terms of Interesting. people like maybe trying to, you know, make a few twigs and, you know, how you kick a ball or whatever, or there's like, no, I'm, you're the one that spent the hours and hours practicing. So I would just, that's the one thing I would maybe take is uh, 
trust yourself before you, you trust anybody else and don't let anybody else change you if you don't want them. You know, things like that there. And uh, yeah, that's 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 one thing I've taken from that. And, and that's so prevalent in kicking as well. Like um, I've come across, I don't know how many kicking coaches. So I've basically seen them all. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of big kicking coaches in the US. I've, I've more or less seen them all. I've stuck with one, John Carney. Yeah. Fifth highest point scorer of all time. Yeah. Had the Saints played it to Giants, played at Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, played the Jags, played the Chiefs. I could go on and go on, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. But also his family from Cork and Leitrim, which makes it interesting to us. Mm-hmm. He always says, you know, it's it's not that, you know, you got to kick my way or the highway, which a lot of coaches are. Yeah. They're like, you know, everyone has their own style and you kind of mould yourself mm-hmm. around them. Um, are you you mould an athlete, if you're a coach, you mould an athlete around their own style first. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, make little tweaks rather than changing a whole technique. Yeah. Um, and I know uh, I practice changing techniques. Tig tried it a bunch. I know Tig before his first ever kind of opportunity with NFL teams that me and him went to, he tried to change his technique like a month beforehand. Yeah. Because a coach told him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had to change it away. So obviously coming from a GA background, mm-hmm. like what's that been like? Did you find it kind of very similar to kicking NFL ball from yeah. the ground and as opposed to GA ball? Um, I, I would definitely say that... Um, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the time in football, you can maybe you can change you can change your technique in terms of. Sometimes I would like to adapt to the way the wind's going. So if the wind's blowing right to left, you would I would like to put more curl on because the ball travels further when it goes. You know, when it's going right to left, or if there's maybe a left to right wind, you're maybe hitting it a bit straighter. Mm-hmm. So and with American football, you just you have to hit it straight or else there is no curl. Yeah, you can't you can't really work your magic that way. So it's just really about finding the sweet spot of the ball and and. Uh, Making sure you're heading a nice and straight every time. Which again, we're very used to, especially in goalkeepers too. When kickouts, um, a lot of the time you're just hitting straight. You know, trying to get the ball as fast or as fast as possible. So yeah, so you're more driving the ball. Yeah, well, if you're trying to pick your man out, yep. or if you're yeah, but obviously in American football too, find that I've followed through more with my kick in terms of uh, a lot of time football. Maybe you're stabbing at the ball, mm. but now because you're trying to which causes you to drive it. Yeah, yeah with, but now in American football. Yeah, you have to try and get the right, you know, elevation in your kick and uh, make sure that the the ball's a nice, you know, wide spiral when it's going through the posts. And uh, yeah, so that's. Uh, but to be honest, because you're practicing your kicking for so long, you're whenever you try new things in your kicks, you're like, it, it's not that much of a change. Yeah. Like because you're just, it's it's not like completely foreign to you. Anyways, you know. So for me, um, whenever I. I as I said, my, I turned up late this session, but hit my first four kicks, and I remember thinking, "Okay, I, th- I think I can do this." You know, well, I think that kind of speaks to your mindset. Like you seem, yeah. you seem kind of so sure of yourself, and kind of like you've got you're very humble. Like you're yeah. very humble. You got a lot of humility in yourself. Yeah, but like a confidence that now I I've done this before. Yeah. Now, do you think it might have helped that you did show up late and you only had a thirty second warm up and you actually didn't have a chance to get in your own way? Yeah. Well. Which is a big trait of psychology, right? You know, yeah. And I get out of your own way. Yeah, and but that's and that's I think you t- talked about a lot in uh, yeah. mindful athlete as well, right? Yeah, but that's something probably this year I've just read really the past couple of months and getting in a confidence again in yourself because probably this past couple of years I maybe lost out a wee bit and I was just saying, you know, maybe you were letting other people affect what you're doing, and I am just like, no, this is I am I am the reason that you're in this position is because you spent the hours up your up the local pitch and. Uh, so again, I I know it might sound maybe that you know you're you're fully confident in yourself, but I am probably am so a wee bit more now than than happened. But um, yeah, um, well I know so, on this on the sideline in yeah. the middle of a game, 
we're all shitting it before the kick, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, all, it all gets a bit nervy. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, you've had big moments as well, yeah. um, you know, with down. Is there like a massive moment you can think where, you know, you've had to kind of steady yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big, it's a big free kick or, yeah. or whatever it is. Do you kind of remember that one moment where, mm-hmm. you know, you took control of yourself, you know, in a sense you invested in your future yeah. and then off you went and, and. Yeah, um, I remember there was a, in the under 20 final and the, the All Star Honor Time final, and we had, it was an extra time, and uh, it was against well, the twenty finals. So what year was this? Uh, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. And uh, I had a kick against Monaghan, and I was put us. I think it was three up, and I basically, you know, it was just it was just a big moment f- for me, anyways. You know, an extra time of an Ulster final, and it's. I remember thinking, I was much bigger than that, though. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, for for young, yeah, for for being, yeah, for the years it was, it doesn't get much bigger than that, and uh, I just remember thinking. This is I'm get I I'm, I'm gonna get this like and I remember asking and I was like yeah that's it's a you just remember feeling you know like I'm just you're just glad that you own the moment and you're you just made sure that you you know got the ball between, over the over the bar and uh, yeah then there's a couple of other moments as well um, I remember there's some areas this this year we played UCC and it was the last it should have that's my alma mater yeah as the people in the states say. Yeah. Is that, yeah, is that what you yeah, went? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so, yeah, it was it was a shame, but uh, we it was the last kick. It should have been the last kick of the game, and uh, it was one nine apiece or something. I remember I hit one there, and we thought it was over. And I was like, I remember thinking, "Sab, this is the last kick of the game. You can win this. This you can win this for your for your college." And and how far out are you? Or it was it was forty five. It was forty five. So basically, like what you practice all the time. Yeah. And uh, I remember I got it, thinking that was over, and then obviously the ref. He, he allowed an hour play to go and I went to penalties in and yeah we weren't victorious in that, that time but sure that's the way it goes uh, UCC are very hard to beat you know in yeah. general people from Cork are uh, top quality athletes and just very hard to beat so yeah. you know just, no no yeah no, he's no. going on to win it then so it's, it's, <laughs> it's stung this year and I hope so well at least he lost against the champions I guess There's a little bit of solace in that you know yeah um, um, and then I guess so I want to talk to you a little bit as well about um, you obviously you were telling us you watched a lot of Red Zone as a kid you watched yeah. a lot of football you kind of have that NFL background already yeah. you kind of got youth on your side you know this international pathway program is open so there's a lot of doors there so your favourite team is the Packers yeah. so was that kind of always something you were kind of engaged in what age did that start with did that also come from your granddad like I, I don't know no it, 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 it really a, a couple of mates at home there sort of they started watching it and it was a uh, it was around that they had started watching it maybe a year or two before before I had and uh, I remember my first game I'd watched was the Packers Cowboys in the twenty sixteen divisional round. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember I remember Rogers rolled out left and he threw it down the line to Cook. And uh, I remember Crosby came on and kicked the fifty one yard field goal then to win it. And uh, from then on that was that was my team like and uh, and 51 uh, is actually about the same as 45, which you made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he actually made a 56 yarder before it too. So, like, they're high. high Not pra- a bad kicker, though, Mason Crosby. Yeah, it's 16, 17 years with the Packers. So, yeah, he's, he had a brilliant career. Well, I know he's still playing with the Giants, actually, too. But. Yeah, I think he got injured, actually. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, so so it starts off there. You're with your friends. So, you yeah. you watching. Packers in like every Sunday or, yeah, or well, was was that where it began you saw him smash that 51 yard and you're like yeah, yeah well for me it was always Aaron Rodgers it was just was me, like like he was probably the, your favourite player basically and, and uh, then just watching them basically every Sunday and the first few late nights I suppose watching them too but uh, yeah um, so from there on that just really agree because you had the team you're, you know you had a reason to watch it every week and then you started watching other teams and 
watching Red Zone then and then watching all the kickers and you're just thinking, I think I could do it. But like, it was never really, as I said, uh, it was never really a possibility at home. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, it kind of seems like perfect timing. Yeah. And kind of on top of that, um, which is very exciting for Ireland in general and yeah. all athletes, including you guys, even more so your guys, because I think he's brought so much positive press um, like the right type of press we want towards this. Mm-hmm. And that's, of course, Daniel Whelan, yeah. um, originally from Wicklow, uh, yeah. moved to the States when he was about 14. Um, and now he's playing, you know, his first season. His first season is just about to end with yeah. Green Bay Packers as yeah. a punter. So what's it been like kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, being like, oh, hey, yeah, that'd be a nice dream. But yeah, virtually impossible, whatever. Oh, yeah. IPP, what's that? Oh, Daniel Whelan got signed with Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Oh, I could kick for him. He could hold. <laughs> that, that, would, that, would be, that would be a bit mad, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just watching him, he's, he's had a quarter season now. Uh, I think he's one of the highest averages in, in uh, yardage and, and hang time in the NFL. Like, so, fair play to him, like, as, as him being a rookie too. So, that'll be classic. Like, just imagine just the whole, the Irish just coming over and, you know, making their making their way in, in, the, in college football and in, in the NFL. It would be, it would be unbelievable, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think there's anything to stop us at this yeah. point. I mean, Daniel kind of... Um, he gives the essence of what all you guys are talking about uh, yeah. on Enter the Arena on this podcast. Is you yeah. know you're sort of like you're very dedicated to the craft. You kind of want to be better. Like mm-hmm. Daniel himself, you know, punts a lot, and he's yeah. had a full season with the XFL as well. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, you know, he holds like 150 to 200 times a session. Yeah. So he puts a ton of effort into that. So wouldn't you like to someday, you know, be kicking with Daniel Holding? Oh, it would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Somewhere in Green Bay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it would be class. But like, even just getting to get the opportunity to kick anywhere would be unbelievable like you know and uh, again you know who knows what can happen in the future but uh, yeah it's just really about grasping this opportunity making the most of it and uh, if, it t- if it takes you there then you know unbelievable and so, and so what has what has your training so far been like can you walk through some of the yeah. maybe um, any, is there anything been really challenging that you've kind of hard to transition to that maybe Tyg has helped you because um, obviously there's the differences between kicking an NFL ball and kicking mm-hmm. Gaelic football is yeah. one main thing is timing Yeah, you don't have as much time as you no. want which you know you don't have forever 1.3 seconds yeah you don't have forever kick, like, like. on a gaff field yeah. but when you come to an NFL field there's a, mm-hmm. there's a shot clock first of all yeah. but once you nod to the holder and that yeah. snap ball comes yeah so just basically when you start out my f- the first uh, thing that I probably found challenging was for me I'd like to do maybe two or three steps just wee small steps for a kick uh, do you go like three back, two over? Do you just go sideways? Um, yeah, so three back and then in line with your target. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it's no end, then it's just nice, you know, target nice, nice and center. If maybe there's a left, right to left wind, um, then obviously you're aiming more right. But if there's left to right wind, then obviously you're target line. So basically you're three steps back from your target line, then two to the left, and then just, you know, go from there. But for me, the most challenging thing at start, just basically when the very start was the, Allowing your left foot to go first, I was always a little like, jab. Yeah, so I was always maybe at, I was doing like when I first started kicking the, the football, I was I was five steps before I kick, but now just through practice and practice, it's just natural now to you know left foot go first and then obviously you kick. But now again, what we're working on it is the it's different when the ball's not actually there before you kick. That's something that we're getting used to. And uh, so just explain that a little bit. So how yeah. you would how we'd usually practice is probably with sticks. Yeah. Which is obviously what's is the T almost. Yeah, yeah. So it just sticks the hold holds the ball up. But now three live reps, you know, um just um when I first started out, you're looking at the snap and you're looking at the hold and that's like you don't do that. Like 
Big you know, but, uh, takes your eyes off the spot. Yeah, takes your eyes off. I'm just disoriented here. And uh, now it's uh, obviously the ball, The you, you have your, your, you look at the snapper, or sorry, the holder, and he lifts left hand and you know, you're just, you allow yourself to go then. But like, you obviously, it's, uh, it is, it's a lot different that way. The ball's not actually there before you kick. But a lot like, of people don't realise that because yeah. every other sport in the world, well, there's yeah. two sports in the world that allow you to yeah. kick from the ground up in between posts and yeah. that's Gaelic football yeah. and the NFL, mm-hmm. American football, right, also CFL. Yeah. Then, on top of that, I think it's probably the only sport in the world where the ball actually isn't there yeah. when you begin. I know, that's, and that's... That. Other than maybe kickball, but I don't know yeah. if that counts as a sport. Maybe counts as a sport, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the ball actually isn't there. So a lot of people don't really realise how hard it is to step and approach mm-hmm. at yeah. something that's not there. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping that the ball will get there when you... Swim. Yeah, see, it's obviously you've, like, the, you can't underestimate the job of the long snapper or the holder. Like, you know, their job's just as important. Yeah, so you're kind of reliant on those two just yeah. as much as they are on you. Yeah, because if they give you a, if they give you a ball, for example, and you're they're pointing the laces towards you, or you like to, I like to just have a nice sort of straight straight up ball, just ever so slightly leaning to the right. But if they give you a ball leaning to the left, and the ball's just going to deviate, and you're not going to find your sweet spot, and it's just going to go wide left, then you know. So like their job, and they have milliseconds to do that. Like so, they have to cast the ball and have to spin the laces towards it and get the right lean. So like their job is massively underestimated. I don't think people realise that. And then the long snapper too, where if they snap the ball way high and the other team gets it, there's a touchdown the other way. So, you know, like the jobs of of the of of theirs is, is equally as important as ours, you know. So Yeah, and to remind people, Daniel Whelan is a holder. This yeah, is holder, why, yeah. This is why he gets 115, 200 reps a day because yeah. it is such an important job. Mm-hmm. And it's when you don't notice the holder yeah. is usually when they're doing an amazing job. They're yeah. perfect. And actually just um, a few weeks ago, Lucas Haversick with the LA Rams was taking a kick and mm-hmm. it was the same thing. He got a high snap, holder yeah. got a high snap into his helmet, holder put it down, tilted it left instead of yeah. right. So obviously, mm-hmm. hooked the ball. Ball goes left. Yeah, and pulled it left. So these are nuances that yeah. obviously you've had to get into, which you know a lot of those wouldn't really apply mm-hmm. to GA because we're dealing yeah. with a circular ball, first of all. Mm-hmm. The ball stays there and you have lots of time to approach it. These yeah. are things, I guess, that Tyg has really helped you yeah, adjust like, to on those NFL metrics, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so again, like, you know, obviously just through rap testing and rap testing and through tags, coaching and help, um, you know, like it's, we're just, we're constantly improving on it. And, you know, I know we can we can keep improving on it, but like, again, just through constant raps, I feel like, you know, we're making good progress and that side of things. So. Well, I'm not going to talk about March. I'm not going to talk about Indianapolis. I know you're going to do great there. <laughs> I don't do anything that Jim said. You know, I got a lot of preparation to do. Mm-hmm. You're heading to Florida, right? Yeah. To go training for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it's go time in Indianapolis. Yeah. So we're actually we're actually uh, going to Boston this week too, uh, just for get get a good you know good weeks training and mm-hmm. uh, constantly just you know just kicking every day and and obviously uh, you know that's that's class and getting to go to <laughs> that's me my first time leaving Europe like so getting to the wow. states which is something I've wanted to do this past couple of years but I've always put it off for the for football and, and things like that but uh, now you're actually you know we're actually getting to go just get getting to go to America to get to train with America it's, it's, just, it's just class and uh, yeah and then obviously we're going to, F- to Florida then we're going to ING Academy which is like the facilities in that place or yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if you've seen it but I've seen it and I've yeah. Friends who trained there and kicked there. I have not been there myself. I'm not lucky enough to be in the leader kicking sphere, <laughs> the uh, the pathway that he has opened up, but you guys are. And yeah. I, I, frankly, I'm envious and I'm jealous. Yeah, and I just, honestly, I just feel so lucky that it's happened that the right age where you're just finished uni, you're 
doing a, doing a, a masters and you're doing a bit of work, but like you're the hours that I like, I'm very flexible with them. I just so you put off things. your masters for an extra year, right? Kind um, of no, I'm actually, I'm actually still, still doing it at the moment. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then obviously because you're not, I forget sometimes, Charlie. You're doing so much. You know, like you're, yeah. you're training, you're playing, you're playing guy, you're playing football, and then yeah. you're doing masters, and you're flying off to Boston. Yeah. Hard to keep track. It's, yeah, it's, it's class, and yeah, and then get yeah, again, again, getting the trainer is just for a couple of weeks, obviously, and it'll be really, really good preparation for us. You know, in, in terms of, you know, going to the combine then and, you know, and it's, it's just unreal. Can't wait to go, like. Amazing. Yeah. Your uh, your excitement is palpable. I think I'm yeah. getting kind of a bit excited. I know I had a cup of coffees, but I'm getting a bit jittery. Yeah. It's 2026. Mm-hmm. You can put this in your head. You can close your eyes if you want. It's 2026, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you're playing for the Green Bay Packers. You're playing against San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. It's 6.15 p.m. The... National anthem of the United States is playing. You've got an Irish flag in the back of your helmet. Yeah. You're in the dressing room about to come out. You've won the toss. You're kicking off. Yeah. Daniel's next to you, Daniel Whelan. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, feeling like, like, wow, this is unbelievable. But like, again, it's just all about whenever you're actually kicking off, it's just about, right, lock in and uh, having your processes and, you know, and uh, making sure that, you know, your 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 mental side of things is the same, and you have your processes that block out all the, you know, all the distractions, and you're kicking in front of seventy, eighty thousand people here, and you know, there will be three hundred and fifty yeah. watching on TV, yeah, and millions watching it on on TV, and it's just all about, right? It's just like kicking here and Mayo Ridge pitch, you know, it's this is it, you know, it's just like kicking with Tag down in down in Sport Ireland in in, in Dublin, it's it's just all about, your you know. Right, that's 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 class. But like now you're here to kick, so that, that's your job, you know. So you just have to make sure that you're you're completely locked in and ready to go. But like thinking about it from like that point of view, it's just wow, yeah, unreal. <laughs> so, well, you said to me, it's the same as just kicking up in the pitch. Yeah, you know, wet Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, it's all the same. I'm thinking about it now, but now when you're not moment, it's just all about. Yeah, let's go here. Exactly, Charlie. Yeah. Thank you very much, Carl. Infectious. Your your excitement and your personality is infectious. Wish you the yeah. absolute best. I'm not Thank even worried about you, to be honest. I think that actually might come true. We did hear it here for 2026, Santa Clara. Just yeah. keep your eyes peeled, maybe put a little bet. You know, <laughs> but don't do that, bet responsibly. Get yeah. responsibly. It's been an absolute pleasure, Charlie. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for much. coming on Enter the Arena, yeah. presented by Leader Kicking Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have full faith in you and I wish you the best in the future. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Great beer. Thank you. Thank you.